It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Episode 42, Personal Finance Basics. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Hello, guys. Welcome to another Frugal Friends Friday. I'm Jen. This is Jill. We're excited for another episode with you guys. Uh, we are known for talking about all things frugality, saving money. That's our thing. That's why you listen to us. You knew yeah. that. And we don't feel the need to be all things to all people. And I was looking on podcasts on Apple and, and Stitcher, and I was looking around and I thought, I did see one glaring omission from these podcast episodes, and it was just mm, what a was it, good, Jen? good, solid episode on personal finance 101. Mm. Everybody wants to go into investing basics and all these kind of like what they call 101, but really is 201. Mm. And so we really wanted to bring it home today and talk about what you need to understand and care about to thrive financially. Because frugality isn't the only thing. And if this doesn't mean we're going to start talking about like more retirement and all that stuff. If we did, you know, we'd cover it in a frugal way. But we really want to go through the basics for anybody that might be stumbling upon this podcast and and really just want to know the foundations of what they need to care about. And then mm-hmm. if you know the foundations, then you can go off and get your extended education elsewhere. So that's what <laughs> yeah. we're doing today. Are you excited, Jill? I love building blocks. You know, the building <laughs> blocks of personal finance, the building blocks at nursery schools that you can build and then push them down. Just all versions. Mm-hmm. So right. of course I'm excited. I knew you would be. So let's get into our sponsors first, and then we'll dive into these articles. And our first sponsor is modernfrugality.com, and that is my blog and website. And I've got a ton of free and low-cost printables, resources, and eBooks to help you with frugality specifically. So reducing your spending, minimizing your stuff, organizing, meal planning, all that stuff. And so whatever you're looking for in saving money and frugality, I've probably got a little bit 
to offer. Just a little, not a lot, but a little. (laughs) So if you head over to modernfrugality.com or shop.modernfrugality.com, you're going to get 50% off any purchase with the code frugalfriends19. And that never expires. And I am constantly adding new planners and then also just free printables. So even if you don't buy anything, you still get a lot of freebies over there. So head over, check it out. Fantastic. I love 50% off. Ditto. And this episode is also brought to you by refusing to reward bad behavior. It's an age-old parenting technique, but it also applies in many other circumstances. Take, for instance, the area where I live. We have nothing around. We've got no mountains, no lakes, no oceans, no sweet parks. And every other building in our kind of downtown, quote-unquote, area is, like, abandoned. And yet, the property taxes are astronomical. What's a girl to do? I am going to refuse to reward bad behavior by not buying or renting in this area. Instead, I'm going to live in an RV. That'll get them. This can also be done at work, at home, when you're out with friends. If someone misbehaves, don't give in. Try it out. Refusing to reward bad behavior. It works on kids and adults. Oh, man. Um, A, I feel like we should have reviewed the sponsor before we started the episode. Um, I'm on a tangent these days. Like, I am so done with the area that we live in, but this is, like, I do want to be here. It just, it's way too expensive. You should see how expensive it is for what you get. I've heard your property taxes are super bad, so I get it. Until they learn their lesson, I'm not. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And moving on. (laughs) What a good sponsor. Yeah, what a great one. Uh, So we have two articles for you today. And they more or less say the same thing, but they word it differently. So I still thought it was a good idea to showcase both uh, because one's wording might resonate with you more than the other. Uh, so our first one today is from thebalance.com, and it is Financial Planning Basics, Personal Finance 101. And so sometimes when people hear the word financial planning, they get really anxious. And yes, there's definitely a reason for you to feel anxious about that, because sometimes financial planning can be associated with financial planners uh, who are sometimes not the most honest and upstanding people. That was Uh, a really nice way of saying that. Yeah, because there are a lot of really good ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll talk about how to find one of those later. But it's, yeah, so there's definitely a reason to be weary when you hear financial planning. But all it really is, it is the concepts of personal finance, which a financial planner is supposed to go over with you. Um, but sometimes they have other motives. So learn it yourself first, and that way you can discern whether somebody's trying to sell you something or really trying to help you. And so that's another reason it's important to learn these basics uh, so that you can vet people and whatever financial wisdom they're trying to give you. 
And this is always the frugal way, right? Finding out for ourselves, problem mm-hmm. solving, learning, digging deeper, not just handing over our wallet for someone else to figure it out. So we should all be familiar with this process. For sure. And there are five different basics on this article. And the first one is, of course, budgeting. We need to understand the concept of budgeting. And we just had a budgeting episode recently that everybody loves. So you definitely check that out if you want to learn more about that. Um, Jill, what do you feel about budgeting? I think it's great. And I liked what they said here about creating a detailed and written budget. It sounds so simple and obvious, but I do think sometimes we we can think that we have our budget in our heads. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. I know I know about how much I can spend, but reality is is that your mind isn't accurately tracking how much you're spending. You could think you only spent two dollars, but you actually spent five. You could think you have fifteen dollars to spend, but you actually have seven fifty to spend. So it's just really good practice. It's better practice, to actually have it written down. Don't just think you know it in your head and then go about willy-nilly with your credit card. Yeah. I love that this was number one because so many people will just jump straight to number two or three without getting number one. Mm. And I'm definitely guilty of that. I've tried to learn and master other parts of personal finance while ignoring a budget. Yeah. But there's a reason that it's the first thing uh, on this list. And you'll see it's it's pretty much the first thing on the next list too. But using a budget to plan your spending is so much more effective uh, than just using an app to track it. So mm-hmm. really understanding how you budget and what kind of budgets are out there and and all of that stuff. That is yeah. definitely goal number one. It'll connect you finance. more with your money and yeah. to know what you want to do with it when you have a bit more ownership of it. Yeah. And so once you have mastered that, you don't really need to master it. You just need to like start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's mastered it. Let's yeah, be honest. Nobody's really mastered the budget. Uh, we move on to number two, which is cutting expenses. And that's where we come in. Yes. We're so good at that. We we know all about this. Yes. So I also love that, um, and in full disclosure on this particular list, it's not get a side hustle and try and boost your income so that your spending in your budget meets your income. It's no, Try to stop spending as much. Like really look at your expenses and try and cut yeah. them. Yeah. Figure out where you can let go. And so many of our episodes talk about this as well, how to cut bills and lots of other things. So definitely check those out. But this is another foundational piece as far as financial planning basics go. Learning how to do this and sticking to it is really vital in like longevity for your f- financial success. Yeah. And I was recently on a podcast where they asked me like essentially why I was frugal or why I chose to be frugal. <laughs> and and 
it's because like I have decided I don't want to try and out earn my spending. I would rather work less, have more freedom in my schedule and and be more flexible and not have to worry about out earning all of my mindless spending mm-hmm. and the short thrills that impulse buying has versus like all of the boredom that comes from like sitting mm-hmm. at a job that you don't like. So. And the reality is, is that even if you do start earning more money, then you will rise to meet that. Usually, if you don't yeah. have a budget, if you're not actively trying to cut expenses, exactly. then you will feel that inside yourself of, oh, well, now I can afford to do this and this and this. So where it was typically lots of stupid target purchases, now it's really expensive restaurants and this and that. So I think that it's a good practice regardless of how much money you earn because it can still get out of hand in any bracket in mm-hmm. which you land. Yeah, definitely. The third one is getting out of debt. And these are all super yes. boring so far. They are not sexy. really I got excited about it oh you did (laughs) I did like yeah get out of debt see you later debt yes there are (laughs) all kinds of sexy ways you can pay off debt like the debt avalanche or the debt snowball like it sounds dangerous but I know but it's really just getting rid of of the problem that you accumulated before you had a budget and you cut your spending. Mm -hmm. So first, you're setting the foundation of, okay, now I want to change and I want to do well with personal finance. So I'm going to set the foundation of budgeting and cutting my expenses. And then only after you've done that, you set yourself up for success, will you have the knowledge and the resources to do number three, which is get out of debt. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is a really easy one for people to jump to first. I yeah. I would say that I jumped to this one first when I was paying off debt. How mm-hmm. how do you feel, Jill? Definitely because it's the most glaring. It's the most mm-hmm. weighty that you just at least for me, I wanted it gone. So mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily think through, well, oh, budgeting. I mean, cutting expenses, yeah, it's kind of an obvious one if you want to get out of debt quickly, but My focus was getting out of debt, not necessarily on these other pieces that are going to last me beyond being out of debt. Even once you're out of debt, you're still going to need to know how to budget and cut expenses. So, yeah, they go hand in hand, but I don't think that one is necessarily better than the other. But I like the the process this is laying out of get good at a budget. (laughs) Cut expenses. When when you... When you try to put get out of debt first, you get really discouraged by how slowly it goes. Mm -hmm. And then trying to master these other things uh, can be really difficult because you're focusing on them out of order. Mm -hmm. I like to say it's not sexy, but it's solid. Like Mm -hmm. these are, this is the order Mm -hmm. that things should go in. We have a lot of guests on our show who have paid off debt. And they will all say that their budget was essential and they will all have ways, very unique ways that they cut their expenses to free up 
money mm-hmm. to pay off debt. Yeah. It doesn't have to take forever. It's not like you have to mm-hmm. be budgeting for a year and then cutting expenses for a year before you are able to get out of debt. It will happen simultaneously, but those things are necessary tools in the toolbox for this goal of being debt-free. Right. Cuz side and side hustles are nice to help you become debt-free but they're usually very low paying and you have to put a lot of hours in. And if you're trying to do something that's more passive, then that takes a buildup period. So Mm -hmm. even while you're paying off debt, that's probably not making you as much money as it will when you are debt free, which has been my personal experience. Mm -hmm. So again, that's why the first two uh, are so important and they come before the third. And then number four which I love, is saving for retirement. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will ask, how much should I be saving for retirement? What's the minimum? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Where should I be saving? What kind of accounts should I have? Uh, And we do have an episode called Investing for Frugal Folks, uh, which specifically says how to invest if you are more of the frugal type. But point blank, you don't have to get really complicated in saving for retirement. Retirement Mm -hmm. is not about picking stocks. Picking stocks is for people that like that sort of thing. Um, Saving for retirement is very simple and and should be very set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great tip, Jen, because I think people can... There's barriers to saving for retirement if it starts to feel complicated, like paying off debt. Okay, yeah, that's a goal that I can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Might take a while. Might might be a lot of work. Might be a little overwhelming. But the saving for retirement piece feels a little bit like uh, trying to find your way through weeds, probably yeah. because of of what people can make it seem to be that you need to know all this stuff about investing. But really, it can be as simple as putting away 20 bucks out of your paycheck every two weeks and start there. I'm not saying that that's going to set you up incredibly, but it is a start. It is something like don't don't not do that thing just because it's it seems too complicated. Yeah, don't settle for that, but you can start with it. So some of the basics that you should know about saving for retirement are your your 401k or 403b and your IRA are probably your most common and important savings vehicles. So most people have a 401k or 403b through their work, and most of the time it will have a match. So we say, go get that match and then go with an IRA because you can more easily pick what's in there. And mm-hmm. one of the hard things about like choosing your own retirement account is that like when you're paying off debt, you have one, maybe a, two or three creditors. You don't have to choose between thousands of index funds and dozens of companies on like where to pay off debt, but that you do essentially when you invest. Companies like Vanguard and Schwab and Fidelity, really good companies. And then just going with a really low-cost index fund uh, so that you don't pay so many fees and you don't need to pay somebody to get those. You can access them yourself. So Mm -hmm. just putting those, putting low-cost 
index funds, in your retirement accounts. I like total stock market because it gives you a little bit of everything. But if you really want to know more about investing and saving for retirement, I recommend The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. It is a great book. And then also check out the interview we did with Jim Wong on investing for frugal folks. But so yeah, not a lot you need to know. Everything I said could sound complicated if you have no clue what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand the words Uh that are coming out your mouth. Yeah, but that's really it. Like having two accounts with like two index funds each in them, they can be the same funds that you have in one that are in the other. Mm -hmm. If you're, if, you know, if your employer offers the same ones that you want to pick outside and that's, and that's it. And there's, there's a lot of other things we can go into with like pensions and social security that are very individualized, but for the general population. Yeah. We're talking basics of financial planning. Mm -hmm. So this is something that you would need to be thinking about in this process. Yeah. So know that it exists. If you're still in debt, focus on getting out of debt. Yes. <laughs> but know that saving for retirement is part of this plan. Correct. And then the last part that a lot of people tend to look over uh, is insurance. And being properly insured is the safety net you have to make sure these first four things that you've done uh, are, are not going to come crashing in your face because they can ruin like all of your financial plans. So being properly insured with life insurance, disability insurance, homeowners insurance or renters insurance, and then whatever other insurance makes you feel safe. But those are the big three. Yeah. I was surprised to see insurance on this list because I kind of thought that it was a given, like you have to have homeowners insurance and different things like that. I I would not have previously thought of this as a financial basic, but yeah. Some people don't have to have homeowners insurance and actually I will add health insurance to this because it's no longer required. But so yeah, life, health, disability and homeowners. Right. Yeah, um, that's true. Mhm. Protect all of your big investments, meaning yourself, your loved ones your house. Yeah. Eric is a big investment, so I better yeah, right? if he leaves then I better cash in at least. Right? I know. And <laughs> um I have found when shopping for life insurance that currently Haven Life um has the lowest rates and I am they do not sponsor or affiliate with me. Um I just have Haven Life insurance uh and they are backed by Mass Mutual. So they are who I currently recommend. Nice. Yeah. A little Anything plug else? for them. I know, a free plug. But yeah. hey, if they want to sponsor, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. I think it's a good overview. The five, five basics on that one. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I liked this next, next article. This one spoke to me a bit more. It does. It does speak a little more. So we will we'll fly through this a little faster since we went so deep into the other one, but... This one's from The Simple Dollar, and it's everything you really needed to know about personal finance on the back of five business cards. Which was fun. Yeah. And uh, he has little drawings. You should definitely check out the article because he does draw them on the back of business cards. It's so fun. It helps Mm -hmm. me. For those of you who don't like to read and you're a little bit more visual, you've got pictures. Yes. So his number one tip for personal finance, uh, the basics is spend less than you earn. And groundbreaking. He's he's got a little picture (laughs) with stacks of money that says how much you make and then how much you spend is a little smaller. And then at the bottom is the gap. And the goal is to make that gap as big as you can. So meaning that you spend far less than what you make so that you've got a big amount of money that you can throw at these other things that you want to throw it at, whether Mm -hmm. it be paying down debt or saving for retirement or, I don't know, putting it into insurance plans, if that's your thing. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, spend less than you earn. What a concept. And if if we all got it, we'd all be okay. Right. It sounds so (laughs) simple, but this is the reason why we have so many financial difficulties is that we don't do this. And I understand that for some, this isn't possible. You're not making enough to just live even a simple life. And so we'll talk about that a bit more about how you can make more money because that's no place to live. But if, if you bring in 60K a year, Don't live off of 60K a year. Don't make all of your bills 60K. Live off of 30K. Yeah. And if that seems impossible, live off 50K one year and then go 40K the next and then try 30K the next year. And maybe you go up to 45. I don't know. Who doesn't like a challenge? Right. And so the next one he puts on here, number two, is earn more. And I love that he included this, um, even though I love that the first one didn't, because it is a good reminder that sometimes we'll just go through life and we will settle for one to three percent raises 
-hmm. And that's our quote unquote earning more. But people who are really successful long term don't rely on raises. They Mm -hmm. do these things. And he lists six things, um, ways to increase your income. Mm -hmm. And I loved, it's like, start a side business, add more income streams. Yeah. And then some really creative ones. I don't know if creative is the right word, but non-traditional things under how you can earn more. So yeah, get Mm -hmm. at, you know, increase your education that might put you into a different earning bracket, more streams of income, AKA side hustles. But also he lists here moving towards your passions, which I found interesting. And I think what he's saying here is linking that with you are going to be more motivated to put in more effort to do things maybe well or better than you might do something that you don't care that much about. Mm -hmm. And so your earning potential might increase just because you're doing something that you like. So I liked that, but also Mm -hmm. not burning bridges, which is fantastic because yes, that can be a reason that we are able to earn more or move into different fields or, or stay in our field, but move to different businesses or organizations because we haven't burned bridges. We've networked and we've kept in touch and we haven't been a jerk. In fact, maybe we've been Mm -hmm. kind even. Could you imagine? Yikes. Yet still not rewarding bad behavior. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I loved loved that his last two were essentially networking because, yeah, that's the way most people get new jobs and Uh, promotions and different opportunities is from people they know. So So as fun uh, as those videos are online of people walking out of their jobs and like lighting the place on fire, don't (laughs) do that. It's so short-sighted to think that you're never going to see those people again. You'll never need a reference from them. You're never going to need to work again in your life, whatever. Like it's so emotionally driven and it's fun to circulate the internet. But in reality, that's not a good way to live your life life. You're you're yes. not going to earn more money if you're storming out of McDonald's and lighting the place on fire as you leave. Yeah, you're probably going to get sued and and lose all your money at that point. <laughs> yeah. All right. And number 3, while I think it's out of order and it should have been number 2, uh-huh. I'm not going to complain is live frugal. Oh yeah, we like yes. that one. Yes, and he gives five different tips um, or things to remember, basically, when you think of frugality. Uh, and, and I like these ones, obviously. It's maximize every dollar. Habits of all kinds are dangerous. So <laughs> don't let yourself get in any habits like that you haven't tried to implement. Don't let your body just like create habits for you. I do um, chew gum. That is a habit of mine. I can't kick it. Yeah. I just it's, tell myself it's less than cigarettes. So. Yeah. And you, you don't chew gum while we do the podcast. So I don't. No, I have to spit it out. That's an hour you get to not chew it. Uh-huh. I drink water, though. Yeah. Uh, and then don't make yourself miserable. We're also all about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget the big picture. Yes. That. All right. Keeping the goals in mind. The Why? That's basically the why. Mm -hmm. I I wrote a post recently about budgeting and I had a line in it that said, 
budgeting without a goal is basically making a spreadsheet that tells you to have less fun. And <laughs> both of my editors emailed me later and they're they're like, this line is gold. That is gold. Yeah. So you're you a genius. A I knew it. I, <laughs> I knew we'd do big things together. Big things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so know your why. Know your goal. Don't forget it. Don't lose the tree in the forest. It's what makes this whole thing fun. Mm-hmm. Number four is manage your money. And that includes paying off the debt, building an emergency fund, doing the retirement. Saving for college. Mm-hmm. Investing. Yes. And and he goes into a little more depth on like the order you should do all this in, the order you should pay off debt, uh, all this stuff. So if you are interested in that, definitely head over to the article. Mm-hmm. He's a really good drawer. I mean, for, for it being on the back of a business card, I really like looking at the stacks of money. It's pleasing. He's good at drawing stacks of money. Yeah. That is real. And we will Good have job. these articles linked in our show notes in case you want to look at these stacks of money and get inspired. Yeah. But this last card has a mountain on it and it mm. says control your own destiny in all caps with three exclamation marks. <laughs> and I love this one. This is probably my favorite out of everything because it's what's really important, right? Like, why are we doing this personal finance thing if not to have control of our destinies? Mm. Yeah, that's destiny sounds a little bit too extreme for me, but maybe future. Yeah, that I get to decide what that is. And I like how he's listing here that it's not about being rich. And we say that this whole time that this is not the goal is just like get be frugal so you can get rich. It's a certain lifestyle that we are saying, even if you are super rich, still live below that. And decide what you want to do with your money. It's all about freedom, which I, I of course, will always be preaching that one. That Mm -hmm. it's it's how you want your finances to look, your family life to look, your giving potential to look. You get to use these tools that we are talking about to figure out what it's going to be in your own life. It's not one path that everybody's got to get on and it's got to look this certain way. It's it's freedom, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all of these things are about giving you the options to do what you want. You don't have to do all the things that that maybe traditionally you've been told you have to do. You can kind of make your own way if you have the financial means to get there. And financial means doesn't mean you have to make six figures. Mm -hmm. It means you just need to figure out what financial situation you have to be in to afford whatever your destiny or your future or your passion looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to look the same. My future is not the same as yours, Jen. I hate to break Mm -hmm. it to you. I wish that our futures led us together and we could be together forever. (laughs) (laughs) With the way it's going up here in the north with the crazy taxes and the cold weather, you never know. 
I know. This has been a week for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you would make here. this week better? What? The Bill of the Week! That's right! It's time for the best minute of your entire week! Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. So here I am. This is Jill. I realized just the other day, I I should have had this realization a much much longer time ago. That's not a (laughs) saying. Whatever. We're going with it. I am a Bill, sort of speak. So my nickname growing up, given to me by my grandmother, is Jilly Willy. And if you really were to like, like the full, the full on one is Silly Jilly Willy from Philly. They thought they were so creative. I hated yeah. it. Anytime that they would call me that, I hated it. But then it it ended up just getting shortened to my grandmother calling me Willie, which, you know, no one else call me that. Please don't or or say that in public. But yeah, my nickname is Willie. And that is a form of Bill, right? Yeah, I or Bill yeah. Will Willie would be short for William, which then Bill comes out of William. Mm-hmm. It's a stretch, okay? But like track with me here. I were tracking. I, we're tracking. I, me sitting in front of you, I'm a Bill. You're listening to a Bill. Bill of the week. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> It took some mental gymnastics to get there, but I think it counts. Y'all, this is what happens when our bill of the week tank is empty. <laughs> so if you is this a cautionary tale? Stop, I thought it was fantastic. If you want to stop Jill from calling herself Willie, then you need to head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and give us anything that's similar or hopefully better than that <laughs> frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill you can record it right on your desktop or leave us a voicemail please <laughs> all right oh well, yeah i'll concede yes please do i do i love you jill <laughs> thanks. And- <laughs> thanks jen i'm glad for your support and your smiles despite <laughs> despite my being silly and sitting here in philly I know you're you're going a little delirious up there. <laughs> I did a lot of painting today, and I think the fumes Ooh, are fumes. getting to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. So there's nothing more really that we have. So we wanted to just leave you with some final thoughts. And it is a hotly debated topic yeah. in personal finance. And it is one I struggled with coming out the gate. And uh, I will give you my opinion on it. And Jill will give you hers. And it'll be called uh, the lightning round. The lightning round. And we'll actually talk about it really slowly. But <laughs> the question is, and we will also post this in our Facebook community group, the Frugal Friends community. Yeah. Should you spend less or make more? That's what it comes down to. And and I I wonder, can you or should you out-earn your spending or should you cut it to the core? Where have you landed on this? So I thought about this in that recent podcast interview I did, and I realized that paying off debt is what inspired me to be more frugal. But it is not the reason I became frugal or desired it. It was kind of like a means to an end. Like I knew I had to do it, but I didn't mm -hmm. want to. Mm -hmm. So right out the gate, I tried to get more side hustles. Like I didn't even look for ways I could cut my spending, negotiate my bills, whatever. No, I went to the internet and I looked for side hustles because I really wanted to out earn my spending because I didn't think my spending was crazy. So why would I try and cut my spending? Right. And then I took on all these side hustles and I got shingles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember two months that. in. Yeah, yeah. Two months in, I got shingles, a pain I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. That is when I realized that I don't want to out earn my spending. I mm. would rather spend nothing than go through the stress of working to get all these things or working to pay off debt. Yeah. And I would rather live very frugally and minimally and have freedom from freedom from earning, freedom from the pressure to earn, freedom from stuff, freedom from all that mm -hmm. instead of trying to, you know, have one of these income reports on my blog that says I made six figures. Sure. 
So are you landing more so on the spend less side of this argument? I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not trying to earn more. I'm definitely always trying to earn more, but I am never prioritizing it over living my life Mm. calmly, stress-free, enjoying it, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. That stuff always takes priority and I will cut expenses um, before I stress myself out to earn more. Wow. How about you, Jill? Well, I mean, who can argue with that? I mean, well, you you knew what our what our answers were going to be, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what else, what more to say. Although, I I do think for me, I'm a both and kind of person rather than an either or. So I I, I like both for me. Of course, there is a cap to that, and if you were to say which is better, which to put more time and energy and effort into pursuing, yeah, you, you'd you put me into a corner of saying spend less. I do think that there's just a lot greater benefits, self-realization, um, determination, discipline that comes alongside of spending less versus just making more. And making more, like you said, can bring on a lot of stress unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. That being said, I also think, though, that we go in and out of seasons of this. At least that's been my experience of there are times when I am more focused on spending less in times when I am focused on making more. And it really depends on what my current circumstances are doing mm-hmm. um, and and what I am able to take on. But then I might step out of that. Like right now, yeah, I'm I'm going pretty hard at making more to get at some of these financial goals. But I'm still maintaining spending less. It just is kind of, I think my focus shifts a little bit sometimes to different categories. Yeah. So I think our answer is both. It is both. (laughs) If you backed me into a corner, I'd say focus on spending less. But I Mm -hmm. do, I think seasons can go in and out. And if you can do both at the same time, my goodness, hats off to you. Yeah. You'll be better for it. Those are... And I mean, and that essentially that is the basics of personal finance. Spend less than what you earn and increase the gap. And if you can just get the things that we've talked about in this episode, you don't really need much more mm-hmm. unless you find yourself nerding out about it. And then you can go <laughs> way, way further. But if you don't find yourself geeking out about it, then you don't have to stress yourself that there's this whole world that you don't know about because yep. um, you don't necessarily need to. There's just some basics, some core foundational principles and products that you need. And and after that, uh, you, it's all kind of icing on the cake. Mm, I like icing on the cake. Anything to add, Jill? I would add I some chocolate icing. sauce to that or ice cream. Oh, ice cream for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the ice cream would be. Vanilla. It would be the entrepreneurship. Oh. Entrepreneurship <laughs> is the ice cream. I just picked a flavor. <laughs> yeah. It's very vanilla at this point. It's 2019. So that, that's that's it for our episode today. Um, it's February now, and we are switching up books for our book club. We're meeting, we're reading Meet the Frugal Woods by Elizabeth Willard Thames. I'm so excited about this one. It is fantastic. And 
We are still doing our thing where we're giving a free copy to anyone who leaves us a review. I mean, we do a drawing. It's not everybody, but you can be mm-hmm. entered to win the free book of this Meet the Frugal Woods by leaving us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to this podcast and then screenshot that review and send it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com so we can verify that you did it. And then we'll select the winners at the end of the month and get you your free book. Yes. And if you want to know an example of a really great review. We read one here every week. And this week's is from Pippin Pop. Ooh. Yes. It says, what a great show. So nice to learn new tips and tricks and consider things previously not considered. Mm-hmm. Budgeting is hard. Thanks for making it fun every Friday. Fantastic. Short, Thank sweet, you, to Pippin, the point. Pop. Five stars. That yes, person might win a book. Who knows? Yeah, we just hit 100 reviews, so that's an exciting milestone for us. Yes, it is. And we would love to have yours in there. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, guys. And our thank you is giving you free books, so keep going with it. Go, go, go. So this has been fun, and I've enjoyed building with our building blocks. I'm excited to go keep doing this thing. So we will see you guys next week. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.